we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for December 18th, 2016. Next report, and again, this is another audio clip, Obama shipping troops out of country prior to coup against Trump. Now, going back, I don't know if you remember, I said he was going to do this. I said Obama was going to ship out our troops, particularly the ones that probably wouldn't be wanting to go along with confiscating guns from the civilian population in America, ones that wouldn't turn and actually kill our own civilian population. I said this months ago, that he was going to try to do this prior to whatever they were going to try to do. Now, I think before, the reason it didn't happen as much is because they thought they were going to win the election. They thought that, well, we have all the voting, everything rigged and stolen. We got this thing locked up. We don't have to be as aggressive about this because, you know, we got everything locked up. Hillary's going to be in there. We can take our time. Now they're realizing and scrambling that they cannot take their time. So now Obama is shipping out troops out of the country prior to the coup against Trump. The, the, obviously, the least amount of, of good troops, loyal, patriotic American troops that are here on our soil, the better for Obama if he were going to try to pull a coup or a false flag event or whatever. They'll, they'll activate the, the Russians and the Chinese that they have here and all of their other terrorist cells. They will be the ones that will be policing, and then you'll have FEMA and, and DHS and working in unison with them, most likely. So let's go ahead and enroll this. Hi, this is Dave Hodges of the Common Sense Show, and you're listening to the Red List News, where we are freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. This is a very important broadcast of the Red List News, and I would encourage you to share it with everybody down the line in your contact list. Time is growing short for the peace that we are enjoying. Some don't think that we're going to make it to Christmas. I'm not so sure that I can hang a date on this. Anyway, here's what I'm specifically referring to. Back in the post-election, around November 10th, I made the distinct prediction that President Obama was going to do his darndest to get us involved in the Third World War before leaving office. I mentioned a number of provocative moves he had made towards Russia. I thought Putin had showed tremendous restraint in terms of backing away from a confrontation, waiting for the Trump presidency in hopes that a negotiated settlement could be worked out with regard to Ukraine, Syria, so forth. Well, it looks as if Obama is making good on my prediction, but my prediction may have been a case of a glass half full, and in this broadcast we're going to take the glass all the way to the brim. First, as it was breaking yesterday, and I reported here on the Red List News, 4,000 combat troops from Fort Carson were sent to an area under NATO command near the Russian border. Additionally, 1,600 tanks were also sent to Europe in support of their mission, as well as other logistical support craft, including F-16 and F-35 fighters. That last one has not reached the media, 
but I have a personal contact involved in the redistribution of those aerial assets. My confidence call on all three of these items is 100%. Now it appears on the surface that Obama's one and only goal would simply be to start World War III trying to provoke Putin into attacking before he is outflanked, outmaneuvered, and has no choice. But there may even be a more deceitful and devious uh, motive behind these troop movements and equipment movements. <clears throat> Obama may be trying to kill two birds with one stone. Specifically what I'm referring to is not only is he trying to poke the bear with a stick, he is also emptying the United States of combat troops. Related to this observation happens to fall in line with Trump's appointments with his military personnel, and specifically I'm referring to Kelly and more likely Mattis. Mattis is George C. Patton reincarnated. Kelly is no one... This is the mad dog Mattis that he's in reference to uh, that Trump's appointed, and <clears throat> they're calling him the reincarnation of George Patton or whatever. And this guy is one of the guys that was purged by Obama. Now, remember my teachings I've done? And again, it wasn't my information. It was just, you know, easy to find all of the generals and colonels and high-ranking officials that have been purged from the U.S. military ranks that were predetermined that would not go along with the New World Order agenda. They had to, they had to have been purged. Well, Trump is wanting to bring back, bring them back. Now this, again, does not fit into their scenario because they want the UN to come rolling in here. And, you know, and already the foreign and pre-positioned foreign and Chinese troops and then the, the evil aspects of our military that I am sure that exist, obviously, that will go along with the New World Order, that will fire on civilians, that will confiscate guns. They want that evil, wicked faction to have the least amount of resistance as possible. If a guy like Mad Dog Mattis and all these other generals get in um, positions of power in the Trump administration, they're going to reverse all of that. They're going to have a much, much harder time coming in and, and implementing what the uh, United Nations wants to implement. And again, we've, we've seen all this posturing with the United Nations, how all of this control has been ceded over to them in almost every aspect of our society that I've documented over and over. So they've been setting us up for that. Trump getting in office would, would impose, and, and particularly with his military appointments, with the Secretary of Defense and these types of things, it would pose a, impose a massive roadblock to the New World Order, to the United Nations, implementing the military plans they have for America, which would result in the deaths of millions of American people. Which is probably why we saw those Deagle statistics of like an 85% reduction in the American populace between now and I think it's like 2000, was it 25, 24? 85% reduction? Where's that going to come from? The massive deaths that will be the mass extermination of the undesirables in America. People like you and I. That's how, that's what they're planning. I'm not saying that's what God's going to let happen. I'm saying that's what they are planning for. So, <clears throat> as 
you can see, this is why I'm saying they cannot let Trump get into office. The way things are moving, at least. Now, if he turned around and sold out and all of a sudden started backpedaling and went along with the New World Order, well, okay, that'd be one thing. But I'm not seeing enough evidence of that at this point. Backseat driver. These two men command tremendous respect among the troops and the field commanders and who would be the theater commanders in a war. Did I say a civil war? I should have. Obama is attempting to empty the United States of as many combat troops as possible. Afghanistan has served that need quite nicely and now we're seeing a buildup on the Russian border. The 4,000 troops from Fort Carson are not going to be the last. I understand that Fort Bragg is also going to be involved in troop shipments. As if this hasn't already happened, it may have. What does this mean? Well, this means that Mattis and Kelly may have limited troops to call upon to fight against a coup against the United States government. And specifically, that coup could be... And that's, and that's if they get in, they would have limited troops for a coup against it. And that's, that's, that's for... I don't think the New World Order wants it to get that far, where Trump's actually in office, and he's got Mattis and Kelly and these types of people. We could start bringing them back. And they're saying if they're all overseas, they would have less troops to fight a coup after the fact. From what I'm seeing... I would think they would have no interest in doing that after the fact. I would think that they would want to have put all of this in place while they still have their minions in control. They've still got all of their wicked minions in control right now. Obama hasn't left office yet. Trump's not in yet. Why would they want to wait until after the fact when Trump's been ushered out of the... Or, I'm sorry, Obama's been ushered out of the White House. And, and, and to... To create that problem, they would want to do it ahead of time. That's why I'm saying between now and the next the next month, unless God intervenes, they are going to try, if not one thing, multiple massive things in order to implement this agenda, in order to keep Trump out of the White House, in order to keep Trump's military, kind of a, a, these ex-generals, out of their positions of power. I don't know what other... What other, I'm not going to say choice they have, because obviously they could do the right thing, but I'm saying from a satanic standpoint, I cannot see them letting this happen. An electoral college fraud. It could be a massive false flag attack enforced by UN soldiers under the UN flag, and I've reported many times about the presence of UN troops on our soil. Ad nauseum I've reported this. I have to say, from a strategic point of view, this is the right move for Obama to make. If he's looking not to leave office, if he's looking to supplant Trump as the leader of the United States. Time is going to tell, and time will tell very shortly as to where this is going to end up. This is very serious. The military contacts in which I speak with on a frequent basis, they are extremely worried. In fact, down to F-35 flight crew chiefs, all the way to retired generals, people who I have contact with, express exactly the same concerns. 
and that is America has rid itself or is ridding itself of combat troops necessary for one domestic defense and that opens us up to invasion but more importantly Trump may not be able to marshal the forces even though he has popular generals under his wing to fend off a military coup. These are very serious times in America. Quite frankly, as a student of American history, I can't think of a more perilous time that this nation has ever been through. May God help us. May God see us through this. That is the Red List News. Okay, so we have that. That's a whole other wrinkle. Again, killing two birds with one stone. Shipping our troops overseas. A lot, a ton of them are already over there. Trying to provoke World War III with Russia. Okay, to get under this stupid false pretense of Russia wanting to whatever, go to war with us. And then, at the same time, you're emptying, emptying the cupboard here of our troops that could be called upon to actually um, prevent a coup to actually, you know, be used for lawful law and order. And I don't mean confiscating guns and killing American civilians or putting them in concentration camps, okay? I'm talking about doing the right thing. So, again, the handwriting is on the wall, what's being set up here. The problem for them is they're running out of time. They don't have a lot of time to do this. And I do think that their hubris and their overconfidence and their arrogance about them thinking that Hillary was a foregone conclusion in their rigged election, they're scrambling now. They're like chickens with their head cut off, but they do have a plan and they are implementing it. And again, this is the reason that I would really encourage you, and I've been praying a lot lately for you know the lord and i've said this before have they these wicked evil factions of our government obama and the clintons and their handlers in the illuminati and satan and his minions who are who are basically the ones at the very top of the food chain have them in derision lord have them in confusion let them turn on one another and devour one another like they've done in many battles in the old testament god would have a wicked enemy turn on itself and they would kill each other if it be God's will, I mean, we, I, I, do, I don't even believe a lot of these, these devils are even human. I've presented a lot of that in the past, a lot of evidence of that regarding this. On my paranormal and my UFO teachings, we've looked into that at length. These are wicked, evil vessels of Satan. How could anybody doubt that about Hillary or Obama? And, I mean, all the stuff we looked at with Pizzagate. These are the these are the worst factions of humanity of, of of whether they're human or not they are the worst factions of people that are walking around on two legs or entities walking around on two legs whatever they are and the mainstream media included in this because they're they're the propaganda arm they're they're the ones that are doing the, the maximum amount of brainwashing regarding the subject have them in derision pray Psalm sixty four over your families over yourself because that psalm 64 is dual in that there's a dual purpose you're asking god to hide you from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity and then you, you can also pray that you know you account be accounted worthy to escape all the things coming upon this world and to stand before the son of man like the like jesus said that we should be doing in matthew 24 he says to pray that way um Pray, you know, that you're an overcomer to, to the very, very end. 
he that overcometh shall inherit the tree of life. I mean, he that overcometh. It keeps saying that over and over in the, in the first um, chapter 2 and 3 of Revelation. You know, we don't give up on God is, is, is the whole point there. You know, you don't turn your back. You don't ever get to a point where you give up on God and say, okay, I've had enough. I'm throwing in the towel. You're not an overcomer. Okay, I'm not talking about earning your way to heaven. I'm talking about evidence of salvation. So there's a lot of things, you know, but, but also with Psalm 64, the first part is praying for protection um, from the wicked. A lot of times people's prayer lives are hindered because they're not maybe asking for that protection. Okay, so the devil knows exactly who you are, where you're at, and I'm not saying he doesn't know that already, but I'm saying when you say, God, hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked and from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, when you're asking God to do that, he does, he can hide you. I'm telling you, my life changed more after I started praying that particular prayer than any other thing I've ever done since I've been a Christian. I've done a whole teaching on it, key in Psalm, just the word Psalm, at contendingfortruth.com. You'll see it, Psalm 64, Imprecatory Prayers, A Christian's Door of Hope. I originally heard about it through John, Pastor John Weaver, but God had confirmed that to me the year that I went through, probably the darkest year of my life. He had confirmed it to me in that year that I was going through that, and then, he, then I got it actually totally confirmed through Pastor Weaver, and then I got it confirmed through another pastor, Latiri, and I give my testimony about that in that study. It's probably one of the most important studies I've ever done, okay? But the, the latter half is asking God to destroy the wicked, essentially, but God shall shoot at them with an arrow, suddenly shall they be wounded, so they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves, you know? And all men shall, shall see and flee away, and shall fear and shall declare the work of God, for they shall wisely consider of his doing, and the righteous shall be glad in the Lord and shall trust in him, and all the upright in heart shall glory. So it, it's, it's something that increases the faith of Christians when God judges the wicked. The wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. Their vessels of wrath fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. God hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. So the wicked are pointed to hell. You know, I'm just, that's the, the, now God is the one who judges who is the wicked and who is not. But I don't believe the wicked can get saved if they're appointed to, if they're vessels of wrath, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. They cannot get saved. They're wicked. They're evil. They, they cannot help. And I'm not saying they are what they are is what I should say. Those that I, but I always preface it with those that can be saved, I pray to God they would be saved. Because God knows who can and who can't. He also knows who the wicked are and who they're not. But I'm telling you, these people that we're dealing with here, like, just think of Pizzagate last week. You think any of those people are, are redeemable? Have any shot of salvation? Oh yeah, I'm, a, I'm a just a child pedophile that likes to you know, chop up little kids and see them tortured and see the agony in their eyes and, 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 and you know, make them chop up little kids too and eat their, eat their body parts and drink their blood in ceremonies and, and I, that's how I have fun and I can have sex with them too. like to defile their little bodies. You think any of them have a shot at heaven? Come on. I'm not yelling at my listeners. I'm just saying for somebody in the, on the outside, come on. 
These are, these, if there was ever a vessel of wrath fitted, prepared ahead of time for God's destruction, it's these people in high political office. And it's an absolute established fact. And it's coming out now. It's been, as, as much as the mainstream media has been trying to suppress it with this Pizzagate thing, it's opening up the floodgates. And we're seeing the, the and again, if you don't believe it, listen to my last study. You know, we gave ample, ample evidence, proof of everything that we were showing. And we are talking about the most depraved, evil, wicked entities on two legs on the planet. And this is how they have fun. They need to be destroyed. And I'm not saying go out and kill anybody. I'm saying pray for God's judgment on the wicked. Because when God judges the wicked, good things always happen. Good thing people get saved. The, the godly fear of God falls on people and they realize that, you know what? God is the God of the universe and you don't mess around with him. And maybe he's not the big guy in the sky in the heavenly bellhop and I just can't live any way I want to live and think I'm going to heaven. It also reaffirms to the atheist that there is a God and that he is in control and he is the one that determines who goes to heaven and hell. I'm telling you, good things always happen when we see God's judgment. Because there's been such a lack of God's judgment on the earth, because the church hasn't prayed in this way at all, because it's lukewarm 501c3-ness, particularly in America, well, we've seen a lack of God's judgment. And we've seen wicked prosper and flourish as a result of a lack of God's judgment. But it will get to a point where it will happen. Right now, it's just like storing up wrath against that day. So, let's go forward here. Um, this just came out today. This is another one from Hodges here. Uh, let's go ahead and roll this. Oh, I'm sorry. This is not Hodges. This is another one. Hi, I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks for watching us tonight. We'll get to the Obama-Trump meeting today. Now, I am not a Bill O'Reilly fan, okay? But what he's saying here, he makes some very good valid points. And again, this is what is being presented now in certain aspects of even mainstream news, Fox News in this particular case. They haven't been totally taken over at this point. Not saying uh, I'm recommending O'Reilly, though, either, okay? But he does bring up some very good points here. Okay, in a moment. Pretty interesting stuff. But first, is there a civil war brewing in the USA? That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points Memo. As we mentioned last night, the voters rebelled, and Donald Trump won the presidency because of that rebellion. Just a few hours after the election was called, though, some anti-Trump protesters took to the streets. Nothing major, but the spectacle got intense in Oakland. <laughs> It's showing Oakland. The main beef seems to be that left-wing protesters... So you've got Black Lives Matter, you've got the lesbian, bisexual, gay, transgender movement, you've got pro-abortion factions, which they're all pretty much on the same, and you have Black Lives Matter. And I'm sure there's other anarchist movements in there as well, and other movements. Uh, they're all wicked, though. That's, that's the one thing 
common theme. All of these groups universally that are against Trump getting into office are all patently, overtly, in your face, wicked. Okay? I mean, there's no... <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, going to an abortion clinic, clinic protest. You know, it's, the other side is overtly, patently wicked. And it's very, very easy to identify that. Just don't respect an honest election. By the way, that's a hallmark around the world. Every communist and socialist takeover from Cuba to Venezuela to Soviet Russia back in the early 20th century featured violence and assaults on freedom. Here in the USA, we honor protest, but increasingly we are seeing people who want our system destroyed. If we don't fight, who's going to fight for us? People have so this is some pro, I'm sure, pro-amnesty, pro-illegal alien, let them all come in and give them everything and you know open up the borders even more so she has the audacity to say say this garbage to die for freedom where we're at today we can't just do rallies we have to fight back there will be casualties on both sides there will be because people so here's here's an illegal alien that comes in and has the stinking audacity to say there will be casualties on both sides because you're not embracing me coming in illegally into your country and in in your country doing all these things for me that the regular citizens don't get how dare you a lot of you are going to have to die because you are are going against this basically that's what's being said people have to die to make a change in this world but yeah right enough with your racism stop splitting families Let's, don't split my family <laughs> don't split my family in other words don't you dare, I still have a whole bunch of legal aliens in Mexico or in Central America, and how dare you, they're, they're on their way here, how dare you split my family? They have every right and entitlement to be here illegally, how dare you? Now, do I believe that woman wants to kill people? No, I don't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not going to give her that kind of grace. I'm not going to give her that kind of, she's saying it, it's coming out of her mouth. I mean, do you think she's going to shed a tear if she sees the people on let's say Trump's side, dying in mass as a result of this issue? No. No, she may not be, she may not have the courage enough to come out there and be doing the killing. And I don't mean that in a good way, like a courageous way. I mean in a very wicked, evil, warped way. But you think she's going to, to <laughs> no, I, I don't believe it. I think she's simply hysterical. But there are people, agitators, who do want to hurt you who do not believe the way you do. A lot of us, especially I think as young people, are really shocked and not okay with- This is a millennial snowflake. This decision not okay with our system. We're here to speak out. We're here to um, really create the revolution that we know is possible. Yet they were on their collective butts and didn't even vote because they were so convinced because of the mainstream media. The mainstream media really messed up in the end with this. A lot of people, I'm convinced, and it's true, a lot of them did not go out to vote. I mean, that would have been enough to sway um, a lot of these elections. With the rigging, with the rigging, if they would have got out and done this, it would have been enough. Um, I heard this lady on uh, Hannity the other day. She's that real arrogant lady that comes on there. Forget her name. Ann Coulter or whatever. And she did bring up a really good point where she said that even if we shut the borders down now when Trump gets into office, the way that the illegal aliens 
um, have come in, and the ones that will like r- like reproduce and the way the voting demographic goes within the next four years, there's no way, even if Trump is popular, that he would be able to win the election. In other words, there's some drastic measures that have to be taken in order to get the illegals out of the country. But again, what is all this doing? All of this is being done by design. And I don't mean like hurting anybody. I'm saying the ones that are here illegally, okay, where do we draw the line? Do we just let them all in and then let the ones that are here stay here and let all the, especially the Muslims, those are the ones that are really bad. The illegal aliens from Central America and Mexico, that's bad enough. But the Muslims, and I mean bad enough like they shouldn't be here. Just like if a whole bunch of Americans were going down to Mexico, that wouldn't be right. They would be all in jail. But, oh, they can come here and we're not supposed to say a thing. Being a legal citizen, being naturally born here. I'm not, I'm not supposed to say a thing. It's not politically correct for me to say this stuff. That's garbage. Total garbage. Total double standard. The hypocrisy knows no bounds or no end regarding the subject. And the Muslims have stated flat out, they're here to breed us out of existence. So that's a whole other wrinkle that we're going to be talking about at length in this study as well. So, uh, anyway, I just want to throw that in. Now that woman's a moron. The revolution is going the other way, as we saw when almost 60 million Americans voted for Trump, a man with no political experience. That ballot box protest was peaceful. It's the way our republic works. No one was hurt, no one terrorized, no one killed. Unfortunately, our system is not being respected in many American public schools. More than a thousand students walked out of Berkeley High School in California. I mean, Ber- Berkeley's like, you know, ground zero for the most radical elements of the millennial snowflake movement. You probably couldn't get worse than Berkeley, California. Okay, so here it shows this massive walkout of all these snowflake millennials that will beg for the mark of the beast the vast vast majority of them will beg for it love trump's hate because they're all about love you know they're all about love waiting until we all die off which again that's another factor why i believe ann coulter was predicting that the uh, the next election there's no way even if they stop the, the illegal aliens coming across the border, there's no way that Trump could win it based on the way that those demographics vote. Okay, because they're going to have children, the Muslims are going to have children, and a lot of the conservatives aren't having children anymore. The, 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 particularly white conservatives are one of the lowest, because they don't want to bring any more children into this world. They're afraid. They're afraid of, of, of what it's going to mean for them. I mean, I think that's a big reason. And then the conservative um, ones, and I don't just mean white, but just conservatives that would vote for Trump are going to be, obviously, in the next four years, they're going to be dying to a certain extent. So that's why she's saying that. Now, I'm not saying that's where we hinge our hope on, okay? that I'm just saying she brought up a very interesting point about the demographic shift that is going to be taking place even if we shut off the borders even if we shut off the muslims coming they're already here they're already here and there's enough of them 
with you know the way they're going to be breeding particularly the muslims and this is what they've said they're going to do and i'm going to get into it later that they'll be able to eventually if if nothing changes to take over look what's happening in europe look what's happening in france we've already got whole towns uh dearborn michigan other places in michigan and these places that are almost literal well they're muslim majority cities and where we have literal almost basically no-go zones in our own country it's total insanity well it's disgraceful and in san francisco there's talk that the state of california should secede from the union now, we talked a lot about that i would love to see us become our own country in a way you know the republic of california because it just it feels so what an abomination of a country that would be we talked about this in a recent teaching how they would be just letting in the illegals and they already are just totally open borders um combined with the most radical elements of the left of the you know every wicked evil faction of the left in a state all to themselves the republic of california or whatever whatever they would call it it's surreal it feels unreal that sounds like the South before the Civil War, does it not? Finally, the race hustlers are very angry, chief among them Al Sharpton, who despises Donald Trump. But he cannot say he did not run a campaign that has created a lot of racial fears and a lot of divisiveness, and he played... Here, here, here's, here's Satan himself, Al Sharpton. He's going to give us a morality lesson, this devil okay to the crowd and he knew what he was playing for sure i know him here in the he knew exactly what he was doing he was playing to the worst elements <laughs> we need to analyze these guys are the biggest race baiting violence inciting devils on the planet him like him and jesse jackson and these devils and he has the audacity to basically accuse trump of doing that this man's going to be president, and all that many of us have fought for all our life is at stake, and we're not uh. going down without a fight. Donald needs to know that. Uh. So what kind of fight, Al? Are you going to encourage violence like you've done in the past? Are you going to spout hatred, which is one of your trademarks? Are you going to divide Americans along racial lines, which has made you a fortune? I'd like to see Al Sharpton run for office, and we find out what kind of constituency he really is not puppets at some cable network all right on the racial front talking okay so we have that one uh let's go to the next report here the next american civil war may begin on january 20th now again i don't think it's going to begin on the 20th because we're not going to know the results of the electoral college until i believe the 6th okay so unless some kind of big leak gets out which I could see if it did, how it would work in their favor, because it would, if this thing pops off on the 6th, they've only got a very, very short window before Trump's to be inaugurated as president. If they do it tomorrow, or the 19th or the 20th, if they do it then, if it gets out leaked where okay trump's not going to be president okay the, there was enough electors they had threatened they swung their vote everything's up in chaos okay now remember order out of chaos is, is one of the main mottos of the new world order 
They may be creating this chaos to bring about order. But if they did it in the next couple days, it would give them more time to do whatever they're going to do. If they wait until the 6th of January, man, you're really getting close to the, to the end there. So I, again, I'm just thinking out loud here. I don't know. I hope none of this happens with the Electoral College. I hope that it goes with a smooth transition. But then again, then they're just going to try something else most likely, unless God intervenes. And I do believe God can intervene regarding this. So, uh, this starts out by saying, the anti-American communist-leaning website, disruptj20.org, is openly organizing a popular uprising against the legitimate new administration of the United States of America. Inauguration Day, January 20th, um, January 20th, yeah, is being targeted as a day for people to block, obstruct, disrupt. I was getting, okay, the 19th, which is tomorrow, which by the time you hear this is going to be the 19th, if not past that, because I don't know when you're going to be listening to this. Uh, that's when the Electoral College votes are counted, okay? But we don't know the results until January 6th. Inauguration day is January 20th. So just to give you a little timeline there, um, but this inauguration day, January 20th, is a day for people to block, obstruct, disrupt, and do whatever they can do to prevent the onslaught, what is going to happen with Donald Trump. You know, um, the, 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 the blacks, I've heard blacks say that he's going to ship us back to Africa. Um, the um, gays think that he's going to, I don't know, I don't even ship him out of the country, I don't know. All the illegal aliens think they're all going back. Um... Uh, it's it's always been presented in worst possible case scenario. It's like they have never listened to one speech this guy's ever given. Okay, and I'm not I'm not pro gay or lesbian, bisexual, transgender. Okay, but he's not running on that platform. Okay, Trump isn't. Okay, so it's just so much of what they're they're saying is going to happen has no basis in fact whatsoever. It's like all their, their lives, all they do is listen to the sound bites from, from the lamestream prostitute media, and that is how their whole worldview is, is totally formed. And the brainwashing they've gotten from um, the public school systems, and from their smartphones, and from the mainstream media, and, you know, you could go on and on and on. Um. This, this, this um, quote that I just read was said by good old Michael Moore. The Disrupt J20 website calls all the people of good conscience to join in disrupting the ceremonies. You know, could you imagine if the, in both Obama inaugurations there would have been, you know, thousands and thousands of conservatives there to disrupt obama's can you imagine the demonization by the mainstream media but this will this will be heralded this will be you know oh praised and oh look at these wonderful courageous people that are doing this to to stop the wicked usurper donald trump a um a disrupt j20 tweet relishing in the kind of delusional paranoia that now typifies the mentally ill left in america says the effort is being waged to confront white supremacy yes whites because you know we're all marching around with in full kkk garb i know i am i mean i'm just i'm i'm goose stepping out in my front lawn oh i try to do it three to four times a day 
in the, in broad daylight because I don't. I mean, at night it's harder to see. But I try to get out there and goose up in my full KKK Grand Dragon Grand Cyclops outfit. Um, that's one of the ranks in the KKK, and um, you know, the whole nine yards. You know, I have effigies of black people in hanging in off the uh, trees in my front yard of of them hanging. Uh, they're not real. But they're they're just dummies. I I'm doing all that. Of course I am. I mean, come on. I'm a good patriot. I'm I'm a good KKK white supremacist. Who doesn't do that? Come on. Anyway, sorry, little little levity there. Um, not to say that that's funny, but it's like this is how they this left automatically the the um, boxes that were put in automatically the categories were put in is this. They had a commercial on recently where, and I said this, where it showed like this guy saying, I'm voting for Donald Trump because of his financial plan. And then in the background, it shows all these KKK members like burning a cross. And then I'm voting, and then the guy painting his house, I'm voting for Donald Trump because of so-and-so. And then it pans out of the camera and it shows he was, he was like uh, putting on the side of the house white power on the side. This is the insanity uh, and there's a ton of black people that voted for Donald Trump, okay? A ton of them. There's a ton of Hispanics that voted for him. They're all being ignored and marginalized, though. Those. Those blacks and, and Hispanics that did that. They're all being, you know, there's no press given to them whatsoever. Uh, it's just, it's so wicked, this world we live in. Um, going further. Uh, the J-20 effort is in reality a communist uprising and coup attempt being disguised as a peaceful protest. Yet even the website describes the effort in military terms, characterizing it as a, quote, bold mobilization against the inauguration of Donald Trump on January 20th, 2017. Guaranteed there's Soros money behind this. If you can't make it to Washington, D.C. on January 20th, the organization encourages you to join to the communist uprising wherever you might live. Well, Obama's a communist. He does not want to see his wicked, evil legacy of the destruction of this country reversed. He, he can't stand the thought of that. So, again, he's going to do everything he could do to prevent that as well. Um, the, um, this is clearly inciting mob violence everywhere across America. They're saying, take to the streets wherever you are. I mean, okay, take the streets. What did he say? Block, obstruct, disrupt, do whatever they can to prevent the onslaught. That is, What would that include? Murder? Every conservative you murder is preventing the onslaught of Donald Trump, right? They're not so subtly saying that, is what I'm saying, is, is that they would, they would love that. They can't come out and say it on their website, but they would love if you did do that. Of course they would, because they know that they're going to have the press on their side. Well, these murders were justified because they were they were conservatives, you know, and they needed to die, particularly. They 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 had it coming. I mean, obviously there is some radical Trump supporter, and and the more white they are, the better. The more white people that die, the better. It's, it's what I'm seeing. I'm sorry, but <laughs> that's every every time I turn around, that seems to be the um not so subtle implication of the propaganda that they're putting out and again it's trying to create this racial um divide that will bring us into civil war 
going further. What is really being planned? Natural News has learned that a Tet Offensive against the American Republic, this is what is being planned. This is what we've learned from a source who infiltrated one of the organizing meetings for the District J-20 event. So they had somebody that infiltrated. Unhinged liberals revealed to the source that they are planning both an assassination attempt against Donald Trump, and again, okay, let's say that they find out because the powers that be, the wicked powers that be, are going to know by tomorrow if their electoral plan of stealing the Electoral College worked. They're not going to need to wait till the 6th, okay? They might not say we're going to reveal it until the 6th, but they're going to know, okay? Now, if they know that's not going to work, plan B. What could plan B be? Well, assassination of Trump false flag event on our soil that could come in so many forms i don't even know where to begin those are going to be the two most likely other outcomes one of them would mean that actually if they stole the electoral college that means hillary would be in if they had a false flag event or if they assassinated trump martial law would be declared that means obama stays in maybe if they assassinated trump they could say well hillary was actually the rightful she won anyway she won the popular vote so we're going to put her in false flag event i don't know how about that because if they declare martial law then obama can stay in indefinitely now i'm not sure how that works though in a lame duck presidency i don't know i, I again i'm not a politician i don't know all the legalistic ins and outs of what we're facing here i'm just thinking out loud again on what could be some of the possible things they would try to pull um going further so again i'll read the last line again unhinged liberals revealed to the source that they are planning both and it's both an assassination <laughs> so they went it all both an assassination against donald trump as well as an attempted communist coup to take over the u.s capitol now, again, if we got all our troops, or, or not all of them, obviously they're not going to be able to get them all over there, but if we have a ton of our troops already overseas, which we already do, the less people here, and they've already got their own, you know, fifth column here, Russians, UN troops, all, all of these different foreign troops already on our soil, already in these bases, underground bases, most of them, got into this a ton, and then what could they use to incite it? The Muslims. You could have all they'd have to do is say, "Okay, it's time for the 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 unholy jihad to proceed. Kill kill the Americans, kill the infidels, slay them." All they'd have to do is activate all those, and they're waiting. So, going further. In an article entitled, A Tet Offensive to be Unleashed Against the American Cities, analyst Dave Hodges, and again, this is written by Mike Adams, reveals that radical leftists are working side-by-side with ISIS terrorists to, uh, and again, they're going to be working together, Black Lives Matter, with the most radical elements, uh, let's say, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, the the pro-death movement, all the the most radical elements of the left. You know they're going to have the millennial snowflakes behind them. Okay, all of those would be working side by side. Now, I'm not saying every one, 
but the, the radical leftists will be working side by side with ISIS terrorists to unleash a wave of bombings because in that regard, I believe what the Muslims would be told is that, listen, yes, they're infidels, but the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Okay? ISIS would look at them like useful idiots. We will use them to accomplish our agenda. And then when we've taken power, when we've taken over, we will kill these infidels or they will have to convert. That's how I believe ISIS would work with them no problem. They're going to want all the help they could get. And then you've got all the foreign troops. You know, and then you've got wicked factions of our government that will be, will be working with them, with DHS and Homeland Security. This is how they would want it to play out. Or at least one aspect, at least one scenario. Working side by side with ISIS, terrorists to unleash a wave of bombings and other terrorist attacks inside the USA on January 20th. Okay, I don't know why they would wait until January 20th. Again, did they really want to get that close to, to Trump getting in office? Wait till that day. Maybe they do. Maybe they want to do it for maximum shock. And I just don't see how Trump doesn't get into office then. I mean, that's the day he gets into office. At least at that point, if he could take over. Yes, they might do everything in the world to try to say, well, no, we're going to make it as hard for him as possible to establish law and order. We're going to do everything we could. But why would you want him to get to that point? Why would you want him to actually cross the finish line and then do it? Wouldn't it make more sense to do it like somewhere between now and then? Which we're looking at it roughly a tiny bit over a month. Because I'm, I'm recording this on the 18th of, of December. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. You know, I'm not sure how they're wargaming this. And it's a very fluid situation, meaning from one moment to the next, a lot of things could be changing. And this is why I say be in prayer about this. And, and if you feel so led fasting, because God can change all of this. God can throw monkey wrenches into their plan that they have no clue about. God can have them in confusion and derision. God can have them turn on one another and devour one another. Pray for God to cut off all their communication lines. You know, I've put out a lot of emails lately about binding and loosing. And the, and the scriptural principle of that, Jesus said, whatever you, you bind on earth will be bound on earth, and whatever you loose in heaven will be loosed in heaven. We need to really look at that. Look at those, look at those, um, that teaching that I sent out regarding that. Because I do believe that is something that Christians have greatly neglected. It's a power that has been given to Christians that they have not utilized. Myself included. Now, granted, I'm not saying I've, I don't ever pray in that regard. I do, but... I don't know, the teaching that I saw really, really kind of drove it home that this is something that is one of our chief weapons of warfare that we're not utilizing regarding the body of Christ is not utilizing it nearly enough, myself included. So let's go further. Um, as the UK Express reports, ISIS is also planning a series of jihad attacks on Inauguration Day which they have dubbed Bloody Friday. Again, do you really want to wait until that day to do all this, which will just reaffirm why Trump has to do what he's going to do to put a boot across the neck of Islam in America? 
Wouldn't you want to wait? Wouldn't you want to do it now when a Muslim is in the White House who is going to be Muslim friendly? And when if you implement those attacks now, they're going to all be downplayed in the media? And they're going to probably be blamed on white supremacists? The source of all evil on the planet, obviously? It's like every show I watch, the main villain always is a white guy or a white woman. I'm sorry, but that's what I'm seeing. Well, you're just saying that because you're white. No, I'm not, dude. It, I'm telling you, I'm looking at, at any kind of clip I watch or whatever. It's a white guy. It's the source of all evil on the planet. What is that no, not so subtly doing? Well, it's also creating all of the white guilt that obviously white people, and that's going to force them to keep their mouth shut. And it's also reaffirming to other races like the hispanics like let's say the blacks and the orientals that you know what white people are the source of all evil on the planet that's really weird that really is weird again it's creating this gigantic racial divide it's creating this they're trying to create this civil war white against black white against hispanic it's all being done by design and isn't it weird that the very places they're letting the Muslims come in and mass immigrate in mass just so happens to be all of the, and Russia is not letting it happen, but all of the white European countries that are predominantly white in America. Do you realize that the white race is like 5% of the total global population? Why are they targeting 5% of the global population? Why, why is that? There must be some kind of satanic agenda behind it. What do the Muslims say about it? Well, we're either going to kill you, white person, or you're going to convert. And what we're going to do is we're going to take your wives and we're going to impregnate them and they're going to be having our babies. That's exactly what they've said. Okay? So what I'm saying is if I was a black person, I could say this and I could say, listen, I'm telling you right now, the whites are being targeted in every way, shape, and form. And there is some agenda behind it. Obviously there is. And it must be really important to say it because every time I turn around, I'm seeing it. And if I was green, I could still see it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking, if I was Mexican, I could see it. If I was black, and I was, I was looking at it with honest, open eyes, I'd see the same thing. I don't care where I see wickedness. Wherever I see it, I'm going to expose it, is my point. Okay, so if this, I, I, I've documented horrible things they've done to the black races, okay, in America in particular. Tuskegee Airmen, okay, all the experiments that have been done on blacks. They've done stuff to the Indian population in our country, sterilizations and things of the, horrible things they've done against minorities in this country. No doubt. And I've exposed those. So, I expose it all. I try to expose it all. I don't care if you're whatever, what color you are. So let's go further here. Um, ISIS is planning a series of jihad attacks on Inauguration Day, which they have dubbed Bloody Friday. As the paper says, quote, U.S. Special Forces will be on high alert when Mr. Trump takes over as the 45th President of the United States on Friday, January. And again, to me, okay, this is all well and good, but I'm looking for something ahead of time. I'm looking for something between now and then. It seems real stupid for them to do this on Inauguration Day because Trump's going to take over and it's just going to give him more ammunition 
to be able to say, this is why we got to shut the borders down. This is why we got to vet the Muslims. Why do they want to give him that ammunition? Going into his presidency, that's going to give him momentum. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. I just, I don't know. We're going to talk more about that later. Between the radical and mentally ill leftists, the communists and ISIS, the obvious aim is to bring America to her knees on January 20th, 2017. And again, I think it's going to happen before then. If God doesn't intervene. Now, I'm not a date set. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not date setting here. I'm not saying it's going to happen on this date or that date. I never do that. Okay, I'm saying there is, if I was Satan looking at this scenario, it would make far more sense to try to do this ahead of time rather than letting Trump get to the finish line and have the very things that you're going to be pulling on Inauguration Day would actually give him momentum in his presidency and give him justification to shut the border down to vet the Muslims, to start shipping a lot of those devils out of here. Why, did, why would Satan want to give him that? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, and again, this is to bring America to her knees on January 20, 2017, as a way to either sabotage the Trump administration or overflow the, overthrow the entire government. I guess if they put him enough of a bind and he didn't have the troops here to be able to do what he had to do, maybe that would be their way of making him look inept. Like, oh, look, he got into this presidency and he's got his first crisis and that he caused because he stole the election from Hillary. And now, look, he's getting his comeuppance. He's getting it all right back from the very, very first day. And he's impotent to do anything about it he can't do a thing about it look at him all the all the troops are overseas and all he's got to work with are, are the skeleton crew and the only ones left are, are the wicked foreign troops already on our soil the united nation troops and uh department of homeland security and fema and the national guard if he could if they would in other words they would try to do everything they could do to hinder him being able to establish the rule of law in america Maybe that's their angle. I don't know. <clears throat> Today I'm reminding all American patriots that they may be called to help defend the Republic against the insane leftist uprising and coordinated ISIS terrorist attacks announced for January 20th. While it is important to avoid initiating any sort of violence, all American patriots must be ready to respond to violence with tools of self-defense. I couldn't agree more. Now, if you don't believe that, if you're a pacifist, Christian, or whatever, I encourage you to listen to these sermons. So at least if you've only ever heard pacifist-type sermons, then um, you need to listen to both sides of the biblical story. If you think that's biblical, well, you need to look at the whole Bible. Okay. First one is a sermon I put here called God and Guns. There's a, here, and here's another one by one of my favorite pastors, John Weaver, The Biblical Doctrine of Self-Defense. Okay? Um, he's one of the best preachers on the planet, as far as I'm concerned. I, I love that man. Um, then, another one. When, know when to draw your sword. A biblical man needs to know when to draw a sword to protect his family, his possessions, and himself. There's another link to a sermon. Then there's the one I did, um, and it was within my end time preparedness prepper mega study, which is 
a good one to listen to now if you haven't listened to it. Just key in Prepper, and you'll probably find the whole study um, where we got into a lot of specifics you can do with prepping. And, 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 and um, um, well, here's I got into the on part one when the music stops, how America's cities may explode in violence when the gangs are activated. Now, this isn't this wasn't even getting that much into the Muslims being activated, but just the gangs that exist in the cities. And the anarchy, and the, uh, when, when, like, let's say there's no cops on the street, what is going to happen when there's no food? Well, let's say maybe water's been, I mean, we're talking, it's going to get real bad in the cities real quick. Last place you want to be is there, and I understand maybe you don't have an option. I'm not saying God can't protect you where you're at. I'm just saying, if you've been convicted about it or whatever, you've been praying about it, ask, and you're like, I... I can't go. I can't. Ask God to provide a way then. Maybe he's waiting for you to ask him to provide a way where there seems to be no way. Open the doors, no man can shut, and shut the doors, no man can open. Pray that. God, open the doors, no man can shut, and shut the doors, no man can open regarding your will for my life. It's not unbiblical to pray that. Maybe he's been waiting for you to pray that. Maybe the reason you have not is because you ask not, like the Bible says. So I'm just saying, I'm not judging anybody. Listen, I'm not. I'm just saying, maybe these are just gentle reminders for me. to Because I'm telling you, we could re really be on the cusp of this thing. And, you know, I just want to see my listeners where God wants them. When this stuff starts to go down. You know. Um, anyway, <clears throat> uh, the part of the study I did is called Biblical Resistance to Tyranny. And I give you the link to my teaching I did on that, okay? All right, so we said that. And then it goes on to say, no, under no circumstances, and again, this is in the PDF for December 18th, 2016, free PDF. All my teachings are free. All my PDFs are free. Every single one of them, I got over 1,000 teachings online now. Probably close to 1,000 PDFs, okay? Well, actually, they're not... In other words, if I have a six-part study, it's the same PDF for that. It covers the whole six parts. So um, there will be one PDF for the six-part study, but it, it will be connected to that. But anyway, I've got hundreds of PDFs and over a 1,000 audios online. I've never charged for anything uh, regarding that. I've never... People say, well, write a book. Of that. I don't want to write a book. There's This stuff's breaking so quick. Why? We need another book now? I understand some books are good, like the one book that um, we'll probably talk about later, like Survival Medicine Handbook or whatever. That's great, you know, have that as a reference tool. But I'm talking about, do I need to put out another book so I can charge money and make money and I can say I'm an author? I'm not demonizing everybody that's done that in, in the Christian community. But it's like, you know, you go to a Christian bookstore, and I don't even go anymore, I haven't went in years, but it's like all of these, these authors, and what impact is that really having on the body of Christ? Are we, are we more right with Christ since we've had the modern-day advent of lukewarm Christianity and we have these bookstores where there's thousands of books? I tell people to read the Word of God, the Bible, and I try to keep people abreast of the current events as a watchman type of thing. Personally, that's all I have time for. Now, granted, I'm answering questions from thousands of people and doing a lot of stuff with the ministry, so my time's super, super mega. I'm, I'm processing 
people that order nutritional supplements, trying to answer their questions. It's, I have less time now than I've ever had. I don't even, if I'm away from the computer for a day, it's, it's like a nightmare, you know, just to try even catch back up. So again, if you do email me, try to keep it short, please. I, there's just, I, I can't help everybody. I've just come to that conclusion. You know, I can't do it. I, I, I just can't. I, I got to that point where the volume of voluminous emails, I'm talking about emails, oh, it's only five pages. And I've got only, you know, right now, 50 more to check and another 50 to that I, I need to get to. And then on top of all the other stuff, it's a lot. No wife, no nothing. I'm doing everything by myself. <laughs> okay? Um, so one person can only do so much. And um, so, again, I'm, I'm not feeling sorry for myself. I praise God that he put me in this position and that hopefully I can be a blessing to other people and be on the front lines and, 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 you know, if I die, die, whatever, absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. I just, I want to, if I die in that regard, I want to die with my boots on and I want to die for the Lord Jesus Christ. And I, and I will die as an overcomer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not going to turn my back on the Lord. I'm not going to sell out. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. It's not an option. I have no temptation for it. There is none. And this is why I'm kind of leery about all the people that are up there selling stuff. Sell, 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 sell. We got to make that you go to their Christian websites and it's like this barrage of buy this book and this book and this thing and this thing and it never ends. And it's like, come on, man, where does it end? Anyway, that was my little rant there. Under no circumstances should civilian patriots initiate kinetic actions. Kinetic action would be like, kinetic is energy essentially like something in motion a bullet has kinetic energy that it will impart to the person in a very bad way a attack a knife whether you had a knife uh, a baseball bat whatever those are all kinetic responses or actions just to define that for you under no circumstances should civilian patriots initiate, initiate kinetic actions against anyone unless they're first attacked and threatened with deadly force. All Americans, no matter where they live, should be prepared to defend their families' lives, support local law enforcement, if the local law enforcement is on the side of righteousness, if, obviously, if they're on the side of wickedness, that would not be something you would want to support. Okay? Um and protect the Republic from the attempted coup now being organized. And I wrote this in. Protection of our families is part of providing for our families. Titus, 1 Titus, or I'm sorry, 1 Timothy 5.8, but if any provide not for his own, and this is particularly in regard to men, okay, men of the house, but if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. That doesn't sound like overcoming to me. He hath denied the faith. It's basically like you denied Jesus Christ. Because where's your faith in? It's in Jesus Christ. For you say by grace through faith. Faith in who? Jesus Christ. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works. Lest any man should boast. So this isn't about earning our way to heaven. But 
if you do this, if you provide not for your own, especially of your own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. If you, you can get mad at me, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? That's what the Bible says. Well, I'm just saying, that's what the Bible says right there. Now, in the context of this verse, if we go to the Noah Webster 1828 Dictionary, which more closely defines the words in the King James Bible in the context which they were written, because obviously the, 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 the version that we have of a King James Bible is either a 1769 Oxford or a 1769 Cambridge 1611 KJV Bible. We don't have 1611 KJV Bibles the way they were written. Those were written in Old English. They were revised. And I don't mean rewritten. I said they were revised in 1769, either in a Cambridge or Oxford form. I believe Cambridge is the best form. Okay, those are the Bibles that I recommend. They're very hard to find, but I do have a, a little attachment on that if you need me to send it to you. Anyway, on how to get one. In the Noah Webster 1828 Dictionary, it defines the word provide, which we just read in 1 Timothy 5, 8, if any provide not for his own. Provide means to procure supplies or means of defense or to take measures for counteracting or escaping evil. So it encompasses a lot. That one word provide means a whole lot. Just doesn't mean provide like, oh, I provided for my family. I paid the bills and I kept some food on the table. No, it means a whole lot more than that. Yes, procure supplies or a means of defense or to take measures for counteracting. Counteracting would mean defense of evil or escaping an evil, meaning you get out of dodge if you have that opportunity. So just understand that's what that means. Psalm 82.3 says, Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. That's what men are supposed to do. Defend the poor and fatherless. Well, how do we defend them? Do we go up to the little person with the gun that's going to kill the poor and the fatherless and do we pat them on the head and say, You kill them. You go ahead and blow them away. No, you defend them. says it right here defend the poor and fatherless do justice to the afflicted and needy there's a whole bunch of more verses you could quote on this i mean the bible says true true religion is this and let me let me just read that verse okay i'm sorry it, it was uh james 127 pure religion and undefiled before god and the father is this to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world Okay, so that's pure religion and undefiled before God. But visiting the father and the widows in their affliction would also imply defending them, if that so. I mean, would it just, just visit them, but if, if they need anything, if they need to be defended, don't do that. Just let them die. I mean, they had it coming. No, it would obviously mean if you were put in a position to defend them, you defend them. You know? So, I mean, okay. Hopefully, I've, I've made my point there. Let's go forward. Now, he gets into this big thing, and I give you the link to this article on recommended gear for your own protection. Now, I'm not saying do any of this. 
I do think some of the things are practical that he's talking about doing here, and I have done some of these things. Um, and the thing is, is a lot of times, too, it's not just about when you're buying these things. It's not just about thinking about yourself. It's thinking about, well, maybe down the road, I might get in a situation where somebody in my family or somebody like my neighbor or somebody in my whatever gets injured and we might need these supplies you know so it's not this self-centered thing to to start to think about these things if god's leading you in that direction at all i've been honestly i've been prepping for years i've seen this on the wall for so long 15 years probably i've i've been to us i mean i started out really slow and and that's how i've done it along the way i've just done a little bit along the way and i understand if somebody's hearing this for the first time they might not have done one thing they're just finding out this information they don't have anything okay god knows your situation don't panic god can put you in in i mean maybe god will put you with somebody that's already done a lot of this you know that has foresaw this evil and, and, and maybe the, you'll be sustained that way. I don't know. But pray about it. So I'm just going to go through a couple of these things. My first recommendation is that you avoid being anywhere near these uprisings for your own safety. In other words, wherever these uprisings are going to be taking place. Unless God so leads you. Because they're going to probably be looking, I mean, at this point, they may be looking just for people to kill. If they're really going to get it on, and they're really going to kick this thing off, they may be looking for body body count. Like, let's get this going. Let's let's finally stop talking. Let's start killing the right. You know, the left killing the right is what I mean. Um, I know the Muslims would sure like that. My first, uh, okay, so then it says, but if you choose to be near them as a journalist or a Leo, meaning a law enforcement officer, or just a curious citizen, I strongly recommend you wear a ballistic vest on january 20th if legal in your area you may wear the vest under the clothing obviously do not try this if ballistic vests are not legal in your area i don't know about the legalities of that i didn't realize you couldn't wear i mean what you can't wear ballistic vests you can't wear protection anyway you don't want to be flagged and arrested as a would-be terrorist like you wearing a ballistic vest means you're a terrorist anyway secondly i strongly and, and i get this i tend to agree with a whole lot Secondly, I strongly recommend you carry a cat tourniquet and practice using it beforehand using one good arm. If you are involved in the chaos on January 20th, you will be very likely injured. A tourniquet can help prevent blood loss for you or another person. Uh, okay, so I care. I have one in my truck. I've got two or three here. You want to get a good one? He he has a looks like a really good one here. It's called a recon recon medical makes this one just, just you could probably do a keyword search for or you could click on this link i don't know if he's got i don't think he's got links to it anyway recon medical cat tourniquet you can find them okay ebay whatever okay um good to have some of those to prevent blood loss it could save your life big time not a huge investment could save your life uh, every medical kit should have at least one of these. I couldn't agree more. Um, all right. Thirdly, you should also consider wearing a ballistic helmet or some type of helmet. Insane military, 
militant leftists are likely going to be throwing objects in the air, and protecting your head is obviously very important. As always, check local laws and make sure it's legal for you to wear a ballistic helmet. If you can wear, if you can't wear a ballistic helmet, wear a hard hat. Hard hats are cheap. You can go get those at, you know, man, a lot of places for like cheap. Um, I, I got three or four just for that reason, just in case, you know. Um, there are also hard hats available in camo and other designs that aren't bright yellow or orange. Now is the time to, and he gets into a whole lot more I'm not even going over. He gets into like guns and all this, all this other stuff, which I've kind of got into in, in the, my past teachings. That is something that's between you and God is the way I'm looking at it. I do see it as a means of defending your family. I don't see their, I mean, it goes right along with the biblical self-defense, but for the sake of this teaching you can click on this link and if you want to read more about that you can read more about that i think he makes like a glock 19 and gets into great gun very reliable not high priced you know hey great great choice he gets into a lot more other things too so if you want to know more about that and you're not sure click on this link here it's going to be on page five of the pdf and then the link will be at the end of the report okay and you can you know uh, research that all, all you want on there, okay? But for the sake of this teaching, I just don't have time to go down that rabbit trail today. But it is important. Okay, next one. Prepare for no food, no water, and power by Inauguration Day. Here's another scenario. I'm trying to give you every possible scenario that could happen between now and inauguration day that i am aware of so that if it does happen you you won't be able to say well he didn't ever say anything about this you know what i mean um and who knows i may miss it i mean they may do something totally different i don't know i don't but i don't know how much more different i'm covering so many scenarios it, it'd probably be at least an amalgamation of something that i'm covering before january 20 2017 oh hold on i am Actually, you know what? I'm going to stop here. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm already over time on this one, and I'm going to go to part three here. So God bless you, and see you in part three.